It's Monday, you know what that means. What the fuck is up? Miss Wrestling Theater 420. This is episode number 53, season 3, episode 6. <laughs> um, we're going to call it Impact. Hey, simple enough, right? right total non-stop action. That's what we're going to call it. That works better. All right, total yeah. non-stop action is the name of this show. Um, birthdays, go ahead. Uh, we got Ted DiBiase Jr., Keith Lee, Kazuchika <laughs> Okada, I know, and Candy Floss, which is the dumbest fucking name. It's a stupid fucking name. It's a stupid name. C- candy Floss is um, cotton candy in, like, Britain and shit. That's what they call it. They call it yeah, candy floss. Yeah, I know. They have fucking fucked so up her, names her name, and shit Her name is essentially cotton candy. Their, their whipped <laughs> cream is called squirty cream. I, I learned that from TikTok. Yeah, me too. And <laughs> I couldn't stop laughing for 10 minutes because I'm an immature fucking 10-year-old, apparently. Right. And so are so the other Americans who follow that guy. <laughs> That's why he says shit like that. It's <laughs> straight of the day. is insane in the membrane. Oh, that's awesome. I like that. <laughs> yes. I don't know where that came from, but it's a good, weird one. Anyway, that's what we're smoking. Uh, so there's the intro. Yep. We're going to come back. We'll talk about Impact, which is our assignment for the this week. Yep. So total non-stop action. Yep. And we'll get into that when we come back after right. this message from Anchor.fm. All right, we're back. That's so right. you know what we forgot to do in our intro? It's yeah. Prediction Friday results because yep. we suck. <laughs> I thought we had a good fucking thing going, and then we fucked something up. Anyway. <laughs> So we did uh, predictions for UFC 268. 268. I almost said seven. Yep, 268. We did 267 <laughs> we the week before. We did 267 the week before. <laughs> uh, currently, without doing this, our scores are, uh, what was it, me? Where the fuck the scores go? Oh, there you go. I have 17. Yeah, you have, have 16. 16 yep. So five points total. We'll start from the bottom. Going up. Yep. We had Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. I picked Gaethje. I picked Chandler. Uh, I won. That was actually a war. Like, that was actually, you know, good fight. Yeah. Fight of the year. Fight of the decade. A lot of yeah. people were saying a lot of shit about that. So mm-hmm. I've not watched it yet. But that's what people are saying about it. Yeah, I read that too. I didn't watch it. I watched some, some people get knocked out from the prelims. That's about all I watched. The prelims <laughs> are where most of the knockouts usually <laughs> yeah, happen right. anyway. So. But most of the better fights are on this side. Yes. Still. <laughs> And then we had uh, Shane Burgos versus Billy Quarantilo. I picked Burgos. I picked Billy. Yes, that's two for me. Yep. Then we had Marlon Vera versus Frankie Edgar. I want Frankie Edgar. I want Vera. Um, I just keep think- keep picking Frankie for no reason whatsoever, even though he's not going to win ever again. He's basically fucking BJ Penn and the fuck out of himself. Yep. Chuck Liddell and the fuck out of himself. <laughs> is there any other names you want to throw in that? Because there's a ton of them. Bob Sapp. Yeah, fucking... <laughs> uh... I can't even think right now. Mm-hmm. Randy Couture. Uh, yep. Fedor, even for that matter, uh, on a lesser extent. I mean, he was still dominated in Bellator, but still, that's fucking Bellator. Yeah, exactly. He's also, he's also on PEDs. <laughs> but, <laughs> side point. Yep. Um, and we had Rose Namahunas versus Wei Li Zhang. We both picked Rose? Yep. So that's three for me, two for you. Yep. And then I had Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington. We both picked Usman. Yep. So that is... Um, Four for me. Three for me. Three for you. So now I'm at 21, you're at 19. Yep. Uh, Still close. This Prediction Friday will be for AEW Full, full Gear. gear. I, I want to call all, all the pay-per-views all out, and I have no idea why I want to <laughs> do that. Like It's just all AEW all out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I want to do that, but that's what I want to do. Um, yeah, so. All right. That's what we're doing for this week. Yep. So that won't be a little longer. We'll be together. So we'll do that together. Yes. Now into Impact, which is the assignment for the week. Yes. So our first, the first match was Steve Macklin, Laredo Kid, 
Black Toros and Rohit Raju in a fatal four way for the number one contender for the Impact X Division Championship. Currently held by Trey Miguel. Yes. Um, the match was okay. I wanted Toros to win. I don't even know why. Yeah, I, I don't. I haven't watched Impact in forever. Honestly, this is the first time that either one of us watched Impact. Yep. I was kind of okay. It's a full show. Yeah. In all I was time. I was honestly okay with anybody. I don't like Macklin for some reason. But. I don't like Macklin either. Macklin is literally forgotten son to me, and that's all you're ever going to be. You're just some fucking mid card level dude. And yeah. Like you're never special. I'm like yeah. I mean any of the. I mean Laredo Kid versus Trey Miguel because Laredo Kid's the one who won. Right. That's going to be a good match. In I, my I agree. It's like, going to be a fun. That's going to be wicked flippy, wicked fucking. That's also in two weeks. Fast pace. We have, we have a big prediction right for that one. We have um, Survivor Series and Survivor Series and, and Turning Point. Yes. So that that'd be a big weekend. Mm-hmm. That was a fun match to watch. I mean, you know, exhibition, yeah. flippy flips, spin, spin, kick. You know, what do you think it's going to be? Yeah, we're okay coming up on top. Yeah, it was your quintessential fucking X Division match. Oh, if I had to pick, just looking at the card, I probably would have went with fucking uh, Rohit. Yeah, my boy. you love Rohit. <laughs> Rohit's my boy. <laughs> yep. And then there was some shit with Johnny Swinger, and, like, that's the part of Impact that annoys me. It's, like, that part of Impact. But Johnny they, Swinger. They all have the... that stupid shit, though. Yep. See, I was, I was going to say something else that annoyed me a little bit more than Johnny Swinger. That, that's just, you know, them... Uses some people that I don't really use, like Hernandez was back there. Yeah. Val, uh, Johnny Valent. Johnny Bravo was back there. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name, right? Johnny Bravo? Johnny Bravo, yeah. <laughs> Johnny Valent. <laughs> Johnny Valent. That's so, a long fucking time ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, there's something that always be more than that that actually happened later in the show with uh, just other random people appearing, like, what's up with the bridesmaids people? Like, why, why... Yeah, I don't know, and, like, that's part of the whole inspiration thing, like, too, like, because they were trying to find people to help them yeah. fight Decay or whatever, so... What, why know. is Abaddon not on that show? Yeah, Abaddon would make why the most Holly sense... Why is not on that show? Like... Uh, Abaddon would make a lot of sense with fucking uh, those two. Or right. even just Rosemary, for that matter, like... Just in general, right? Yeah. And then we had Eric Young in a squash match. Yeah, versus Jai Vidal. Jay Vidal. Jay Vidal, whatever. It does Jay. not say Jay. Like, I, I know it's... It's me and my brain doesn't work right. Like, I, I really think it's J-A-I and I say Jai. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't just all decide to beat the fuck out of that dude. I mean, honestly, like, you... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took a crazy bump on the spot. Like, it wasn't even, like... But, like, oversell, like... With a pile driver, oh, the thing. Pi- and he and bounced, bounced out, out of it and like landed on his ass or something, <laughs> like Jesus all weird. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Are you trying to kill yourself? <laughs> that was uh, interesting, but it was yeah. what it is. Um, okay, match. It, it, it was a squash match. It was a dark match, essentially. Yeah, you know. And then we had the Good Brothers versus Finn Juice. Right. I like David Finley a lot. I think I, I think that I like them more. I don't. I I would like them more if, if it, it wasn't, wasn't juice. juice. Yeah. If or it was CJ anybody Parker. else, Juice. <laughs> CJ Parker. Could be fucking swerving. I like it better. Swerving Finn. <laughs> Finn Swerve. <laughs> I, li- I do like David Finley a lot, though, too. Yeah. And I thought he was a, he's a fun guy to watch. It was a pretty good match. It was your typical match that you would see. It was a tag team match. It, yeah. it, it looked like New Japan, kind of. It was Good Brothers being the fuck It out. felt like New Japan, just yeah. because it was, it was a New lot Japan. of... Yeah. And then Bullet Club came out. Yeah, exactly. Even it wasn't really Bullet Club, because Chris Bay's in it. Yeah, it's Chris Bay and the other two there, fucking Hikuleu or And the dude's name I say wrong every time I hear it. And yeah. I say it wrong differently every time I say it. <laughs> Me too. I, I, I hear them say it on TV. I'm like, how do you say that so perfectly? Like, my, I can't do that. <laughs> and then the other one was LP. Because yeah. appa- apparently Jay White went back over. Yeah. 
is pretty much just like you know American Polo Club now. <laughs> they already had that. It's called the Elite. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, they call the Elite <laughs> or the Super Elite. All right. However you want to go with that. And then there was uh, fucking Mickey James versus Madison Rain with fucking Caleb. Um, when did Caleb start hanging out with fucking Madison Rain? I don't know. Apparently now he's like the manager for like like a few women now. Oh, few not women. just because he's still like is he's the still with, with, with Emma. With Emma, yeah. Tennille. Whatever, yeah, Tennille. Yeah, whatever you want to call her. <laughs> and that was for the Impact title. This is for the Impact knockout title. This was yeah. um, literally Impact from ten years ago when I used to watch it. No, I said because that. I'm watching Madison that. I'm like, this is like James. Impact 2012, like yeah. all over again, dude. Like, <laughs> like this is what I used to watch. This is good stuff. Just right? missing Gail Kim and. Right. <laughs> uh, match wasn't bad. I I thought that. Madison Rain could have done more to beat up Mickey when she was on the outside beating up Caleb. Like, yeah. we didn't see any of that shit happening. You just happened to fall into, like, a cross-body-looking thing. Yeah. Like... Right. Mickey so, still looks really good. I, I actually think Madison Rain didn't look that bad either. I she didn't. For for her not... Like, because she took a, a while off right. through the pandemic and shit. I mean, she so. was the commentary. That's why I stopped watching because I hated that commentary team of fucking Josh Matthews. Matthews. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> I hated yeah. that commentary team. I mean, now it's Striker and D-Lo. D-Lo, D-Lo's which, not bad. Striker can get annoying sometimes. Striker's but. just a typical play-by-play guy. Like, most of them are, are annoying at times. I think Joseph's annoying. Fucking Cole's annoying. Yeah. And, Cole's I mean, really annoying. I mean, Jimmy Smith, we're not even going to talk about. Vic Joseph was good. I like Vic Joseph. He just gave me, like, instant <laughs> fucking, like, PTSD with fucking that idiot. Like, whatever his fucking name is. Jimmy Smith? Yeah. I, just, I hate that guy so much. Just fire him. Why did you, why, why did we fire all these other people? Never mind. We're getting tired. We're getting tired of that a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Let's finish this up. Uh, no, we have Saban Chris Saban. versus Fulton. Um, so... I've decided that Madman Fulton gets to be in a stupid tattoo thing. Because he has that weird tattoo of a chain thing and like a pouch on his fucking sternum. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought it was just like a thing he was wearing for a long time, apparently. No, it's a tattoo. No, it's a tattoo. It's just he wears the fucking vest and right. shit, so you can't see it so much, you know? So, so now I saw that, and I was like, that's a dumb fucking tattoo, too. I don't know what the fuck that's even supposed to be. It's like it's a big square in your <laughs> chest. Just put him with Archer. That'd make perfect sense together. Him, Archer, and Cody. Yeah, but Cody sucks. Yeah, but whatever. He can be John Cena. <laughs> uh, that, that match was fine. I mean, I don't know why the fuck it's he said because... like, hit him with the fucking baton any goddamn time, but that's beside the point. <laughs> like, you have a big... Hit him with the fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. Be a heel. Be a manager. <laughs> what the fuck's I mean, happening? I don't even... Did he even have the baton? No, he definitely had the baton. I don't remember seeing the baton. I remember stupid glasses. No, he had a baton and his shirt said, I beat Chris Saban. Yeah, I remember that too. I mean, I guess that was fine match. Like I said, it was, Saban never yeah. disappoints me usually. Saban is Saban's one of those just fucking cornerstone type of people. You he, know? He's a, he's having a cornerstone. You know, he's just he's good for a good match whenever. I mean, he works well with lots of different people too, right. and sizes and paces. So like, that's why you keep a guy like Saban. They, they, they did a, a good little man, big man fucking match. Like, yeah, it, it was what it was, and then you know Saban got the win. So yeah, on a roll up or something too. It was a roll up, yeah. and then he ran the fuck away. Most devastated ass beat. <laughs> all wrestling. It was sports entertainment. Yeah. Then we had our main event: Which Moose, Morrissey, C- and Suzuki, Suzuki versus Alexander Edwards and Cardona. Yes. And Cardona's a face on Impact, apparently. Yeah. But a, a heel in all the indies. Well, like, a lot of the shit I see from him in the indies is GCW, which he would definitely be a heel in that. It's just because they're not going to like his because he looks pretty like Jersey boy Shore. Ass. Yeah. 
He is like, Jersey Shore. Like, you, you, don't, you, don't, you don't belong here, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he does and did well. I know. I'm just saying. Like, that's the attitude that they're going to give him being there, especially the people like Gage. Right. I won't fucking stab you. Like, <laughs> pizza cutting you to the fucking death. Go, go, go back to the big show. Get away from here. Uh, this match was good. I, I mean... I like this match a lot, actually. There's only one person in the match I don't even like, and that's Morrissey. Yeah. Who, but like, who's fine? Like, I'm not saying... Fine. I mean, he plays his big man part well, I guess. And right. he's doing pretty well I think you need to leave him with Moose so that Moose can kind of talk for him. Moose yeah. is a manager, too. But, like, you kind of need someone... Like, if you're going to do fake Valen by design, at least do fake Valen by design. Suzuki be part of that group too. Like you can make make Suzuki talk for you. you know fucking Jesus, it won't be any worse. Just, just add Fulton and Austin to the group. Let Austin fucking talk and just let the other three fucking just there you be go. like the three massive stooges and beat people up. I mean, Moose is not a stooge though. Like Moose has definitely yeah, has that ring, and he's got better on the ring. I don't know if you saw any of the the promo from a couple weeks ago after he promo. Won. I saw the recap of the promo from right. the week before. I don't care what tribe you're part of. Yeah. I don't care how elite you think you are. <laughs> I did. I, I, I mean, he's he's gotten a lot better. From right. when I first saw him in fucking ROH, ROH, like years ago right. now. Yeah. Like, he I saw him back then. A, he, he had a manager. He had a manager. That, his manager was Diamond Mind Guy. Yes. Stokely. Yeah. So... He's not Stokely anymore, but I keep calling him fucking Stokely. Because... <laughs> Cause that's how I know him. Just like we keep calling Emma, fucking Emma, and right. people. I Damn when I gross. learn you, <laughs> when I I'm calling you by the name I remember you as first yeah. because your that, newer that. names I don't retain. I just <laughs> so Steiner Junior. <laughs> that's his Braun name, Braun. Steiner Junior, Brown Breaker. Because that was a fun match. Yeah, I mean nothing, nothing mm. crazy. Like I said, I mean it's just it's a it was a good solid show. I think people sleep like sleep on Impact a lot. I do too. When no one looks like because everyone, it's never getting put in the same running with like WWE or AEW. But honestly, I was more entertained by watching that Impact show than I have been entertained by watching anything from WWE recently. Minus NXT, I guess. I, I guess I mean I I was just excited to do something different for because we yeah. it's been a while since I watched it. I mean. It look- was good to do something different. It's just, I think people sleep on it too much. They've got I, a lot of good workers in that company right now. And I think it's because a lot of hokey, some of the hokiness of it, like where they really play into the, the, the storyline, like the K-Fab fucking, you know. Oh, did anyone explain how Mickey James came back to life? No, I, I've never. I, I asked myself that one. Like, I'm watching her match and I'm like, it hit me and I'm like, I thought she was dead. Did we ever explain how she magically just came back? Because to me, I think she just came back and we never mentioned it. Nope. I mean, which I, is probably the better thing to do. Let's just not talk about this. I mean, honestly, though, with all that fucking havoc and fucking havoc, um, decay yeah. and they really play into the, and yeah, they really play into the Lactarus. the older style of kfab and characters and right than the much more realistic style that we have nowadays. You know, and I mean, there are still some characters out there who have that kind of thing and work well with it, like Bray. And you right, know. I, that's why I think Bray's going there. I do too. I mean, if anything, they're gonna do some fucking forbidden door shit. Yeah. To start the House of Black, so the House of Black on both fucking shows. I I honestly think he's gonna end up there though. I mean, I think that's where he wants to go right I, now. I mean, he can have way more creative control. He can have creative control of a lot of people, not just himself. He has a lot more creative control, and then like. He'll do well there. There's lots of people he'll do well with there. 
like against wrestling, against partnering with whatever. Right. Maybe so you could put fucking Morrissey with him, and I think that would be a good fit. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you just can, need you just need someone to talk to Morrissey. That's all. Yeah, just because Morrissey he, can't talk. He, that's why he always needed Enzo. Right. Because I'm sure he's getting better, but like it just isn't. I, some I, I, people, I'd rather just watch you go there and kick him in the fucking face. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like that's why Fulton's been with Ace this whole fucking time because, well, or someone else this whole or someone time. else. Yeah, you know he's always been with he, he an Ace or EY or not EY. Um, EY counts. Callahan. Callahan counts, but EY also counts yeah. because of he was originally he was fought. originally insanity like right. forever ago before they brought in uh, Wolf. Yeah, and uh, Killian. Yes. So I mean, he's always had somebody like that. right and. I, some people need that. Like, not everybody's gonna be the fucking Rock and Chris Jericho and some people are gonna be Brock. Yeah, Brock had a manager most of his career. Yeah, he most of his career he's had someone to talk for him, and he's been a top star. Like, you could still be a top star and have a manager. I agree. Man, managers you know? used to make wrestling. Yeah, I mean, it, it's even... it's a forgotten art. Like, there's only a few managers left who can really do the role well. Like, you got Heyman who does the role well. You know, it's um, it's same thing with like you got like James Mitchell who did the role well, but also he's a creepy guy, so you gotta put him like Abyss or like yeah, Havoc he, and Rosemary. He does well with the, the 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 dark shit. You know what I'm he's, saying? He's a sinister of darkness or something yeah. like that. So yeah, sinister of darkness, minister, minister, minister of darkness, minister, sinister, minister, sinister, sinister minister. minister. Sounds, yeah, that sounds right. Something like that'd be one of his things. I don't know. If I can, something that rhymes like that. <laughs> sinister, 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 sinister. So all right, so you gotta give your uh, your grade. One through ten. I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah. See. I mean, it, it's a show, and we're not really into the show. Yeah. So I mean, it was a solid show. It wasn't a crappy show. I've crappy. seen worse. I've seen, seen better. But it's definitely something to get back into since I'm not gonna watch Raw or SmackDown anytime soon. Yeah, and if we're watching something, it, it's it's SmackDown. Raw is gonna be the last thing we pick. Yep. Well, next week we have something special, and I'm not even gonna do any fucking shows. Like, yeah, like, which is fine. <laughs> it's fine doing that too. Every now and then, you know. I but, just I don't want to watch Raw. I don't. I, I don't want to put that on my television it. anymore. <laughs> All right, so we both get it a six. That was pretty much a six. Yep. Come on, Impact, do better. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, I think some of that is just the, the the hokiness that they still play into pretty heavily. That it's definitely a lot of hokey. It draws it down a little bit because. I mean, you're not a big, you're not, I'm not really a super fan of Swinger either, but I like Hernandez. I mean, like, he's yeah, just an I've, old guy now, so. I've always liked Hernandez, but I, I liked Hernandez when he was parts of other LAX. things. LAX. Um, even when he was with, uh, wasn't it Hernandez and someone else in AEW? They used to come out on the fucking bike together. On AEW? Not AEW, WWE. No, Hernandez was never there. You're thinking of Hunico Hunico. Camacho. Camacho. Camacho is what I was is, thinking um, of. Yeah. Tangaloa, Longatawa. Yeah. One yeah. of those two. Yeah. The, the, the less popular of those two is Camacho. Yeah. <laughs> I always get that confused. So, you know, because you're Samoan. Is, mm-hmm. or something that make you fucking Mexican for no reason. Yeah. WWE. You don't have enough Mexicans. You can be <laughs> a different Mexican. An actual Mexican for that. Oh, no. Can, the same thing with the Samoans, though. I mean, they got a lot of Samoans in yeah, WWE. One less. Well, yeah. We'll get into that. <laughs> in a, a few less Mexicans, too. <laughs> yeah. A few less, a lot of people. They, they, they've gotten rid Literally, they've gotten rid of, through all the cuts so far this year, it's a whole roster. Like, 71 this year. Yeah. 
You can literally pick them up, have ring announcers, fucking... I think there are ring announcers in that group. Women's division, tag division. Frank Hamilton's in that group. He is in that group. So... So you could get... You have referees in that group. Yep. You could literally start your own small promotion if you had the money and... Call like... FWWE. <laughs> <laughs> FWWE. Speaking of random promotions, XPW started up over again over the weekend. Yeah, I saw that. You sent me that. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, really? Okay. Like, okay. That's weird. I don't that People are going to go work for that guy again? It's just like the deathmatch guys, like Sherlock went. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know how... There's one There's show. random people there, too, because, like, uh, Cage was there. Yeah, right. Cage goes to a lot of And Willie Mac. Yeah. So, like... Interesting. It's interesting. I, I didn't watch any of it. I didn't watch it either. Either, but... Anyway, um, we're going to... We're going to do is we're going to cut you to King... King wants to talk about the releases that we were kind of talking about. Yeah, we'll let him go on his rant, and then we'll, we'll touch come on back that. And we'll, we'll touch on that when we come back. Yep. All right. Motherfucking peace. Well, not motherfucking peace, but <laughs> hold the fuck on. Yep. All right, it's that time again. It's time for everybody to come aboard the ho train. No, no, no. It's time for the Monday Night Rant. All right. I'm the king of old school, and today, unfortunately, I have to be the cranky old guy again. I gotta go play Jim Cornette, gotta play Bret Hart, I gotta play, you know, whatever the fuck it is. I'm gonna be cranky. Okay, I gotta complain. True rant coming. What in the hell is the deal with the, with the next set of releases? What has been the deal with all the releases in general? I mean... It just seems like he's, I, I, I don't even know. What does he get, like a, spi- a spinning wheel and just spin the du- spin the wheel? Okay, if you don't have a belt, you're going. Goodbye. Okay, Bray Wyatt, you're done. Braun Strowman, you're gone. You're, you're gone. But, I mean, they don't make sense. And nothing makes sense. So, here's my here's my thoughts on this. Karrion Cross. They didn't know what the fuck to do with him. Let's be honest. They couldn't figure out a damn place to put him. They were trying everything from a comedy act to him being a serious wrestler. I feel bad for the guy. He actually had some talent. They just didn't know how to use him outside of NXT. It's the typical bullshit. You bring the guy up from NXT or the girl up from NXT, you know, in that matter. And they don't have a place for him because they don't take their heads out of their asses and they got to put the belt on the same handful of people so they don't know what to do with them and now they're gone okay carrying cross key point on that wait for it you'll see others probably coming very soon um in wake of i mean carrying cross of the list of the big names that were on it is the only one that i understand mainly because they don't know what the hell they're doing with them and I keep harping on, but the other two big names, I'm, I'm, I'm from what I've read into it, looks like there's other other reasons. Um, Keith Lee, that one pissed me off. Why take all that time, take all that effort, in rebranding him again if you're not going to go anywhere with it and you're not going to do anything with it? Why? So, the Bearcat is no more. From what I understand, 
it is the old WCW bit where if you're unable to perform to their expectations physically or in the ring, they're going to let you go. Where Keith Lee was battling, you know, did the COVID and was battling heart issues. I have, don't know if it's true or not, but I read online that it had something to do with his release was the fact that his heart issues and his um, I'm trying to word it correctly. I don't want to say inability to do the to be the same in the ring, but they said that he was feeling it coming back to the ring. He was getting winded. He couldn't perform long matches, longer matches. If that's true, and he need, and they released him, that's. I mean, it doesn't seem legal, really, but where they call them subcontractors, uh, they can do whatever the fuck they want, really. There's no rules. But, I mean, it's just the same bullshit, just like with, you know, what WCW did with Stone Cold and a handful of others, you know, hey, we're out injured. Okay, you, you know what? You're fired. This is the part of wrestling that I always hated. And, you know, brings us to the third one, Nia Jax. That one was out of fucking left field for me. I'm not a fan of Nia, don't get me wrong. Some of the bullshit she was pulling earlier in the year was funny as shit, but I'm not questioning if it was meant to be. But, oh well. Um, but, again, why would you build up a feud, build up that everything with her, it looked like she was going to be battling with Shayna Baszler for for a while. At least in my opinion. It looks like they were trying to build that up. And then, yeah, you're gone. Again, back to the rumors that I read, it has to do with the fact that backstage, Nia Jax had a run-in with Charlotte Flair. And I just got a notification, so if anybody, you know, hears that, I apologize. But, again, he had a, she had a, a run-in with Charlotte Flair on the back that I guess was very heated. And that Charlotte, according to the rumors, was 100% in the wrong. And that the entire backstage had Nia's back if it turned physical. But, and that, you know, Charlotte Flair has that last name that's gonna let her ride her daddy's coattails. I'm sorry, but I, she just pisses me off. Everything she does. I don't think she's that great in the ring. I don't think she's that great on the mic. Um, someone needs to tell her she's really not that attractive either, but, you know, she's like her daddy. She gets all this special treatment, but she's, unlike her daddy, she doesn't deserve it. She's just getting it thrown at her because she's flair. So if that's the real reason why Nia Jax got, got shit canned, that's going to piss me off. But the WWE is saying 
that it's because of financial issues. Really, motherfuckers? You're going to tell me that with all the money you're bringing in, you are a multi-billion dollar corporation right now. You're bringing in money from the Prince of Saudi Arabia in what my, the guys who call them the blood money, because it's just that, you just had the pay-per-view out that way that you got millions for. And you're going to tell me that you can't afford to pay these people? That doesn't make any sense. So, my other... Well, I tried to dive into it a little bit. I actually did some research on this one. And another thing was that there was a indirect quote from Vince McMahon saying, let Tony Khan sign my, spend his money on my castaways. It's to something like along those lines. Let him keep spending his money and pretty much let him keep spending and spending and spending until he's out of business. If that's his game plan, that's fucking stupid. I hope to hell that's wrong. But, again, you never know. My opinion, Vince needs to give it up. Put Trips in charge. Put Triple H back in charge. NXT was run, looked to be running better with him. For the most part, when Vince started getting his fingers involved and started going downhill, Vince Triple H was running, uh, was it raw for a little bit? Vince got his hands back in it, and it started looking like shit again. I don't know. I don't know. So, what are we going to do? You're going to sit there and take it up the ass, and you're going to keep on watching it. You know why? Because it's the WWE, and even if they lose the Friday Night Wars, they're not going anywhere, and you're just going to keep on doing it because they're them. With that said, I'm tired of talking to myself, so I'm leaving. Bye. Hey, thank you, guys. Emmett Ted Bank here. I want to thank y'all in advance for rocking with the Mystery Wrestling Theater 420 podcast. Those are my guys over here. Make sure y'all tap in every time they drop a new episode. And with me, y'all know I'm dropping the hardest of the hardest for the East Coast players. Make sure y'all check me out at Big Visions on YouTube. Uh huh. Let's get it, man. Shark stuff. All right, we're back. Uh, so King touched on the releases that we want to touch on. Yeah. Uh, another big release fucking, yeah. I think 18 of them this time. I don't know the actual number. I don't know the actual number. I'm I know not going to go through all of the names. in 2021 alone. alone. Yes, and they did plus, have plus, some plus cuts at the end of 2020. 2020. So if you add that technically into it because it's almost it's like in the same year. 130, 135 yeah. total. Which... It sounds like a lot. It's a whole fucking promotion. It is a whole promotion. It's a whole fucking promotion. Literally, you, they, they, like we said earlier, like, there, there are referees there, there are announcers there, there are literally everybody except for like some... No, there's management there too. There's Be, management there the, too. There's the, the social media management because those people aren't even on the list. Yep. These are just wrestlers. That, they got rid of someone, one of the, the heads of creative, creative, just not Pritchard. Like, I think they need to get rid of him. They so didn't even Kevin Dunn too. 
Yes, they they're just they're out of touch, and I I don't even think they had the best ideas fucking ten twenty years ago. So, well, ten, like, ten years ago, Pritchett actually was in Impact. Yes, he was again. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Impact was a lot better ten years ago, though. So, maybe it's all about the company and the people that they're stuck working with. I I don't know. I, it's just because they just say yes to Vince. Vince is like, I, I, I want Karrion Cross to wear a stupid fucking helmet. And see, here's the thing: is like, in the I, I don't want to bring up Scott in older days. In older days, you could have. I think Vince was probably a lot more approachable about ideas. I feel like Vince in his older age is probably not as approachable right, as he used like, to be. Hey man, I really don't want to wear this stupid fucking helmet. Yeah, like, and I think <coughs> that's that's what we're like. I know. also think some of the problem with that type of instances, we hear lots about Vince changing things last minute so they might be trying to rebrand people a la you know keith lee and carrying cross and you know he comes in and says i don't like it get rid of it so it's like he kills things before they even have a chance to try to grow to see if people are gonna like it i agree with king saying to the fact though that they didn't know what to do with carrying cross outside of nxt because they did it and I don't think they knew separating, what to do with... Separating him from Scarlet was the worst fucking decision you yeah, could have made. He needs, he needs a valet. And she is pretty damn good at being a valet. It's a lost art. You don't see any Miss Elizabeths and Sherry's. And even though, she, you know, Sherry Mattel was a wrestler. So was Scarlet. You know, exactly. But they know the business well. And they know how to play their roles well. And I think it's just separating them yeah. was dumb. And then the helmet and he's like... Like some fake dude. It looked now. like some B fucking fucking stupid space action movie, like Space Gladiator, Mad Max, stupid shit. Like it was bad. It's like Max Moon style helmet. <laughs> it, so you took the Max Moon helmet and then painted it cane colors. Yeah, it, it, it was just it, bad. It, it, it was like what, what? They don't know how to use these people, and this is why Triple H should be in control of creative. Well, what what it, what it really is is they try to reinvent everything. Dude, yes. things were already working. You they're trying to, they're always trying to invent the next big thing, but it's like, but like if you, they're use, trying too hard. But like, if you just used their NXTness, just let them be brought, how they are down there. Like they, they did that well with certain people. Like Charlotte is still Charlotte. Yes, they added the Flair last name to it, but it's still Charlotte. Yes. Um, like Bailey and Becky and, and Bailey, Sasha. Becky and Sasha are all pretty much the same. Say, the same, and that's what's worked for them. Yes, they've had character development. Right, development is different than a straight they up overhaul. They haven't reworked themselves. They've not, just not in the developed first their year character. They've been on the main roster. Exactly. Like, dude, you gotta throw that out there for a little bit. Like, like dude, no one like John Cena. People, no. yeah. I mean, the I mean, people who, the fans who are already watching mm-hmm. NXT and uh, love those people will already love them. Just let them be the same way and you'd be surprised how many of the other fans will if you like them. Carrying Cross just be Killer Cross. I know you don't want to call him Killer Cross. Cool. Yeah, that's call fine. Him Cross. Keep calling him Carrying Cross. That's fine, but just, just let him be him what be he that is. Person. He's just a, he's a brute. Right. He's a fucking brute. Just he's a let brute him be with a brute. submission moves and suplexes. Yeah. He's yeah, exactly. He's, he's a faster Lesnar. You could have made him a fucking star. Yep. And, and they don't Also, he can be in a stupid tattoo fucking group. Yeah, I think wrestlers <laughs> and stupid tattoos is just a 
Some I, for some reason it correlates with each other. They, they get they get they get hammered <laughs> a lot, all right? They, yeah. they, it's, it's like all right, it's they don't be... always make the best decisions right. <laughs> in life. Like so. they may be great in the ring, but sometimes they are bad well, at actually, making life decisions. Best in the ring are the worst in making I, life decisions. Ring. And yeah, you see how those turn out with a lot of wrestlers. Yep, dark side of the ring is changed <laughs> a lot of fucking views about yeah. how things are, boy. I mean, but so, like, even still, like, you knew some of that shit beforehand. Like, yeah, some of it I knew. Some of it's just you hear the perspective from the people who were there during that time and saw it, like, happen. All right, so your biggest surprise from that release, the last, like, 20? I want to go with uh, King and agree with him with Nia Jax. Nia Jax is definitely by far the biggest surprise. Now, I didn't again, think they'd get rid of her. I am not a fan of Nia. It, it, okay, all three of us agree on that. We are not, I'm not a fan of she Nia. She was the biggest surprise. Yeah, I didn't think they'd get rid of her. I didn't think they'd get rid of her uh, for a multitude of reasons. First of all, so she's the he talked about yeah, she talked about. I mean, King talked about her having the thing with Flair too. Right. She also made a personal statement recently saying that, you know, she was out because she asked mental, to take a mental, mental health, health break, right. which in the past year or two through the pandemic has opened up even more eyes onto the whole mental health situation. So is the internet and people just dogging Naya all the time. Like, that has yeah. to take a toll on you too, too. You know what I mean? And, like, yeah, it's, again, it's, we're not fans of her, but like, I'm not no. dogging you as a person. And this is why, I, this is the thing about, you know, it sucks because I'm part of a fan base that is also a toxic fan base. The most toxic fan base in the world. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I hate that toxic shit of it. If you don't like something... Just say, yeah, I don't like that, whatever. You know, I'm not going to dog the person personally. And these people make some very fucking nasty fucking right. remarks. And it's like, we don't need that. Like, and they don't need that. They, you know, I they was never a fan of her character, on. but I'm not going to literally talk shit about her like but that. But you could have made her awesome con. Yeah. I mean, if they just build it right, they could have literally, because she's twice this the size of most of the other girls. Like, yeah. stronger. She, you know what I mean? She's this whole feud that she was about to get into before she needed the break with Shayna Baszler could have been good for her or Baszler, whatever the fuck you want to call her. I call it Baszler. <clears throat> her fucking that would have been good for her because her beating who I think is one of the more credible threats out of most of the women division, right. women's division. It would have been good for either one of those actually. If Baszler had won, oh, you beat Nia. Nia yeah, Nia's but even if Nia didn't force. come out technically on top, she didn't come out with the more wins out of that feud. It still would have been a good feud for her to continue with. And then, I mean, other than that, she could run through almost everybody. Right. <clears throat> so, you could have done well with her and. I just, she asked for a little, they wanted her to come back on November 15th, she said, and she said she needed just a little bit more time, time. which is fine, you know, like, whatever, use a little bit more time, and then the next thing you know, she's fired. Right. It's like, that's fucked. It is fucked. And I know that WWE has never really cared much about their fucking image too, too much. Like, Vince has always been a scumbag, we've all known this. Right. Like... That's not a surprise, but it's still like a scumbag move. I think it's a, a huge. I mean, especially with with the mental health thing, just in, in the country. And that's in, what in I feel. General. I don't like Nia Jax the wrestler. I forget her fucking real name. But I, just I can't say Nia the person. Yeah. Like I feel bad for her right now because that's a shitty situation. You're already kind of in a mental low place, and you get fucked over after you just literally gave seven years of your life to something. I I I think <clears> that. AEW should go after her, and I I don't really want her in that division either. But like, as a wrestler, but they should go after her because they, I think they could make her a star. 
They could make her a star. They 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 could make her into what they wanted Nyla to be. Right. Agreed. Basically. Agreed. Because Nyla, as much as they try to push her as what they wanted her to be, she just she's never just not, got over. She's not. Yeah, she's not there. And not every wrestler is going to get over. And, and I think you could use Nyla because you already had the name recognition on it. They just call it, you know what I mean, Jax or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you already had the name on her. Mm-hmm. People know who she is, who right. she's related to, what blood she has running through her veins. Like so, that's 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 enough. And like, you know. They they could use they could use it. I mean they could use any injection. I mean they they've gotten a lot better, but they could still. That's where they could use some more injection of like good talent. I, I know they're trying to build some people right now, but in the meantime, where you're building those people, i.e., like Jade Cargill and shit right. like Jade that. Cargill could be that big star, but right now you need someone with a little bit more experience in the ring. Yeah, exactly. So, and not that Naya is that also, person either. But like, I, I just speaking think that she of there. where I think people like. All right, the big names. Keith Lee is probably AEW bound. I would Lee. that one would not surprise me if they picked him up. He's already has good experience in the indies with Sammy, and yeah, he's PG, uh, PWG. PWG. Too. So he's got Sammy. He's got fucking a Hangman. Um, he's got some. I mean, I Malachi Black even. You yeah. know what I mean? Like so, like and then Bray probably, and actually, he probably doesn't know Bray that well. Yeah, it's a different timeline. Yeah. But it's a couple. Like you said Cole. They already Cole. He's they already got four or five people there that are already kind of big stars for them instantly. That you could put him in feuds with, where he could win one, lose one for a little bit if you wanted to. You don't have to push him crazy. But I don't think he, I don't think he wants to lose. I I, I heard I heard that he, he has, has problems, problems. Yeah, with fucking um, King touched upon like he was out because of COVID and his stamina changed because of COVID and. That's no surprise. I mean, the way COVID messes with people, it hits a lot of people differently than others. So, like, but also that coupled with the attitude problem. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're good and people like you and you can get over quick, but you still got to lose sometimes. Do people like him? Because I don't know if any mainstream people actually cared for him. One way or well, another. One way or another. Wrestling fans, diehard wrestling that's fans. That's different. That, that, that's you and I. He will a... always have that base, but right. that is not all of WWE's <coughs> base. It's not WWE's base at all. Like, that's not who they're gunning for. That's not who they're looking for. And I think King, again, touching on the fact that, you know, he's thinking that, like, you know, because he's like, oh, let Tony Khan buy up all my fucking rejects right. and go broke. Well, that strategy worked once for him. He didn't mean it to happen, but they bought up all his rejects. I, I really think that if you ROH think, leaving at the same time, so there's all those free agents too, it, it really kind of... It's flooding the market. It flooded the market really fast because there's really only two companies you can go to other than WWE. I mean, you can go you can go to New Japan, I guess. You can so, go to New Japan, but how much more are they buying up right now? Right. They still got an impressive they, roster they of their own. a huge roster. And, so, they're, and they're fine just playing the fucking Forbidden, car, forbidden Door as much yep. as they want to. Exactly. Speaking then of that, it allows speaking them, of that, Kent is the uh, IW, WGP uh, United United US States champion and, and he wants Punk. to fight Punk. And I think which, that's cool. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I'm also very excited for that full gear match with uh, Punk versus Kingston it, that they just set up. Yes. Oh, we should probably do a, a little preview of that. That's what we're doing Prediction Friday on, but we yeah. want to prediction. We'll just talk about We can prediction. do that on our closeout real quick. Yeah. I got the thing that has the breakdown of the matches so we could just run through them for a second. Not all of them, but like yeah, was Punk. Some, right some, now, some. I'm just saying Punk and Kingston because that that got me excited. Yeah, I'm I like, I, I want that. I want that bad. However, that is a storyline feud for pay per view that they put in 
a week before. If WWE did that, you would shit all over it. Yep. But because it's fucking Kingston and Punk, you're like, oh, it's fucking Kingston and Punk. Let's just let it do it. I like it. Okay, so though, the way AEW works is different than WWE. WWE is all about kind of building stories and letting them grow over time. There is half of AEW is we're going to build storylines. The other half of AEW is we're running this almost like this is why they say, you know, all oh, the 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 fucking um, you know, win-loss record matters. But I don't think it matters in the sense of the win-loss record as it's they're trying to build it as a little bit more of a we just put on matches. You know, we 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 put on what would essentially be a rankings match. You know? And oh, I get them. I mean, you you can build to little fucking mini feuds like that, and they just know how to do it well. Right. If now. WWE did right now, right now they're doing wait, well wait right until now until that roster floods more. Because when's the last time you've seen? And again, that's the thing. Where is Max Caster? Why is he on dark? Why can I not? I mean, I I think Max Caster is very entertaining. And this is my <laughs> thing that I think this is where AEW needs to improve because now that you're adding more shows with Rampage, you need to just pull. Well, something like now that they're adding that that show has been around now for since August like three months. Yeah. So. Anyway, with a new show like that, I think you should, if you're gonna do something like that, like let Dynamite have your fucking Super Elite and your Punk and your Kingston and your. Do you want a roster split? Because the roster split. Not a roster split so much, but I'm just saying. Because the roster split does not work. We see that. I know. I'm not saying that it has to be a roster split. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying the problem they sink into is they start off the show with a fucking great... Banger. A banger. And then it turns into just whatever. And your viewership kind of falls off. But, like, you could use that with using some of the other guys like Caster and them better. I mean, you could use more them more, definitely. You know, like, I don't know. It, w- it wouldn't shock me if some of them started getting released, too. Yeah, and that's going to happen very soon. And right now, it's fine. It's all well and good. But eventually, there's going to be a point where you've absorbed in. Because, look, he, they just released fucking, say, around about 20 people. AEW's going to buy three. Right. They, 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 Tony Constant is a couple that I want to look at. I see Karrion Cross and Scarlett going back to Impact. I see them going to Impact. I see Taya Valkyrie going back to Impact. Thank fucking God. Yeah, because they didn't know how they, to use her either. Went, don't, why change her name? Yeah. I know her as Taya. Let her be Taya. Yep. And, and they just... They, they didn't... They didn't do... They didn't know what to do with her. She should have went right to the main roster, honestly, in my yeah. opinion. She was... She was cemented enough maybe in they most her, wrestling maybe fans. Maybe they called her on They wanted to cut Morrison. Yeah. Uh, I also heard that there's uh, more cuts coming. Um, yeah, this this doesn't mean that this is the end of this. There could be more. I heard 10 people that are veterans who haven't been on TV in a while. So, not NXT... Also, if, if Vince knew what the fuck NXT UK was, he'd cut that whole fucking show up by now. Yeah, I know. Like, is there anything about that show? It should just exist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they don't give a fuck about that show. No, not at all. <laughs> and they, they destroyed the whole UK wrestling scene to make that fucking thing, wow. too. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, Walter versus Cesaro happened at a house at show. At a house show in the UK tour, and I'm like, that needs to happen on TV because that is a match I want to see. We should have recorded that. Like that's a match that Vince would want to put on TV because that's his kind of match. Yeah, I don't know why he doesn't like fucking Walter so much. Like, like you think he like Walter? He's a big fucking dude looking eighties guy. Big huge and, dude. He's and a he's hard foreign. hitter, and he knows how to. He's he can foreign take, and a heel. Yeah, that's what he likes. 
I mean, hello, Sheik and fucking thing. Like, all the fucking foreign hills throughout the Volkov fucking... Yeah, anybody foreign. Like, yeah. Ever. And most, some of those guys weren't even foreign. Mohammed, <laughs> most of them were not. Mohammed Hassan. Yeah. So, like, yeah, you... pulled that one. That was good. Good job of them pulling yeah. that one. <laughs> but, like, they... they I, yeah. So... Jinder Mahal. <laughs> I think I think AEW is going to have some cuts coming soon because they're going to absorb in a few more people. They, they definitely between ROH, um, which uh, they're most of the, they're all signed until the thirty first yep. of the year, and then they're only going to be supposedly gone for a few months. So I don't see much of that roster trying to jump ship right away. Maybe um, who knows though? I mean, maybe, maybe they're not happy with their management. Yeah, unless they want to leave. Some of them might leave because they want to leave because they just want to... There's a lot of other shit going on right now that they probably want to be a part of. Right. Plus, they're all friends with the Bucks and Cody, and most of those guys have been around for a little bit, too. So. Yeah. But, I mean, also, some of them could just hang around for a little bit. Who knows? Uh, but with all the people that... I mean, and the 71 that have been cut, because a bunch of them haven't been signed yet, either. You could either go to Impact or AEW. Yep. Because, I mean, who's going to MLW? Maybe some NXT cuts, you know what I mean? Like some of the yeah, some, some of the, the ROH cuts might go there, but yeah. like none of them are none, none of the, the none the, of the big names that just got cut are right. going to end up in MLW. No. It's going to be the bottom half of that list that it's you don't like, really know that Jack, well. Jesse Kamaya, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, exactly. Or you, those type of people. I know who you are, but you never got enough TV time for me to really get to know you. Right. But you could get time there. Yeah, you so know, it's like Duke went down there. You know I mean? And like, this, and this, like this happens in the wrestling business because think about this with the whole thought of three MB. I mean, those guys were jobbers to all hell, disappeared into the independence. All of a sudden, the next thing you know, come back and are world champions. It was the chosen one before that, though. Yeah, he was. And then it, <laughs> it went, it didn't go the way. Yeah, because you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Yeah. Man, he also got a lot bigger, but still. Yeah, that helps. On Engender. So right. Technically, Slater, too. He's just been injured, so... Yeah, Slater's gonna come back. He's come back. Yeah. I mean, I was hoping I got to watch Slater, but there's no fucking Slater. I know. No Slater, right? Heath. No Slater. Well, yeah, whatever. Heath or whatever you want Some to call him. Some rich guy owns his last name. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best line ever. It is. But they all get, like, swollen and then come back and, like, you know... Well, what happens? I mean, I don't think people are gonna come back as, as fast. Like, yeah. not anymore. Like... Because there's something else to go to, unless that starts to be WCW 2.0 or TNA 2.0, back when they just started fucking picking everybody up. Yeah, and this is what always killed the competition to WWE at some point, is they end up fucking, oh, all these people, I want all these <coughs> names, but then in six, seven months, they end up with the same problem... Sometimes maybe it takes a year or two. They end up with the same fucking problem Vince has ended up with at times, well, and he just has too many fucking people. There was a lot of people on that roster. Yeah. Like you think about it. Think so about it. If they cut 171 people in one year, or some shit, crazy shit like that, right? Think about it. They still got a lot of fucking names. They still got a lot of people. Still they still got people. a lot of people working for them. That means still that... a lot of people who aren't working for them. Yeah. there. We like... had upwards of 300 people, basically. Yeah. I mean, Easily, I, I think Samoa Joe might be on that, that list of ten. I think Charlotte Flair's on the list of ten too. By the way. I think they just brought, yeah. Now, especially now that uh, fucking um, NXT has changed, there is no more place for Samoa Joe. No, he's he's going back to Impact. Yeah, because <laughs> most of the women they cut. Were... But you know what? If you put Joe back at Impact, you put fucking um, Karrion Cross back over there with Scarlett. Impact you, could actually be a watchable show. Taya coming back. 
You can you actually know, have some factions over there. You have another person that is the caliber of Deanna Perrazzo. You wouldn't have to sh- show Swinger every fucking ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. You know, Crazy Steve wouldn't have to be there anymore. They could they they could build themselves up pretty well. You know? So, we'll see. We'll see. What else you got from those cuts? I don't know. I think that's it. I think we touched on all the big ones. I mean, what? Keith Lee... Keith Lee, Taya, Valkyrie, Naya. Naya. I was actually happy with Taya because they just didn't know what to do with her. Oh, there is one that I'm happy about and that's Eva Marie because I don't want to... Oh, fuck yeah. I don't even know why they brought her in in the first place. If they were in the middle of cutting people and saving money, which I don't... I think they're realizing that they could get away with doing what they need to do with a small, much smaller roster. They they, they could get away... um, Eva Marie is nothing. You could just make Carmella that fucking gimmick again. Yeah, and you you got... They're going to... You know, they got Reigns, they got Lashley, they got guys that they can push, they, they get Brock. The, they got the members guys that they want. Yeah. And you Drew. Can, yeah. Drew's another one. They're going to push the shit out of these guys, like, till we think of them as Cena and everybody else. It, it's, that's what it's going to be. Because that's all get, it is get, again. Get used to seeing champion uh, McIntyre. And then they're going to have a good mid-card level that they can send people up with periodically to feud with the champions. I hope they have that. Right now they don't really have that. It, it's, it's they li- need that. It's literally uh-huh. just like seven people and then their mid-card is just yeah. Ali they, versus Ricochet versus yeah. Cedric Alexander So they need to, fucking time. You know why I wouldn't be surprised if they might got rid of soon? Because... They used him well for a while, but he's just kind of... Uh, and he's getting older now. AJ. AJ might be one of those people, but AJ's still on TV a lot. He is still on TV a lot, but... They like AJ. I think I think there's... They don't... They, they don't... They, they're right in sucks. I guess what we... Like, there's no creative there at all. It's just... Like, they got... It's dartboard they, shit. They you know got... I mean? like, they've oh, got people, fucking, though. Let's see what we're going to do today. Someone's chopped in a well. Who's huh? going to be? Oh, look, it's yeah. fucking AJ Styles. I think because they, <laughs> they've, they're trying to be, like... They're trying to recreate the wheel way too much yeah, and try they, to come up with the next to big thing. Fire every fucking time. Way, 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 way too much. And the problem with that is, like, you don't have to do that anymore. Like, you could just use the people you got right. Like, and that's the problem. They don't know how to use these people right. They, they, they again, they just try. They try too hard. They're stuck in the business from the '90s, and you know, late early 2000s, and they just can't fucking break it. Right. You know, they, that's why they need new creative. They need people who are going to understand today's wrestling scene and what makes it work a little bit more they, they need than some, what they, they need. Some they young, need to let Triple H be in control. They need some young blood up there. Or, or, at least or some something. Like, or let someone like Triple H be in control or get some new young blood in. Because I think Triple H knows how to use people. The people you got up there, he knows how to use them if you let him use them right. Also, don't be uh, shocked about a sale because now that... Profits are higher than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And cost is so fucking low. Yep. That's a good time to sell. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so, I don't know who's going to fucking buy that. I think it might be kind of expensive. That'd be really expensive. But still, I mean, someone might buy that. Maybe Tony Khan be like, oh, yeah, I'll just buy the whole fucking company. And then I don't have to fucking compete with them anymore. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, I think that's it for me for the cuts. Like, yeah. There's definitely more coming. And honestly, it'll happen before Christmas. Oh, um, when I did the math in my head slash phone... 90 days from the day they got cut is 2-22-22. It's a Wednesday. <laughs> I feel like they do this shit on purpose. So I, 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 so I don't know. That, it's 90 days, so I don't know. So like Karrion Cross and like Keith Lee would be on that. Nia Jax would be on that. 
Mm-hmm. So look for them on February 22nd on Dynamite. I don't know if they're doing... They probably wouldn't be doing a Saturday show then because there's no fucking playoffs or anything on. Yeah. So definitely a Wednesday show. Yep. So I'm going to promote it now. TBS, Wednesday, 222. <laughs> yep. Whole bunch of people going to come there. It's gonna oh, be, yeah. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be chaotic. And it's not going to make any fucking sense. Nope. But anyway, that's all I got. What do you got from that? Uh, I don't got anything else. That's it. All right. I said everything. We'll be back with Wrestling Jeopardy. Yep. We did that one round, and I just wanted to do more. So. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back with Wrestling Jeopardy. Yep. All right. We're back. Doom, 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 <laughs> doom, 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 doom. Final Jeopardy. Whatever. Yeah. So this is Jeopardy. Yes. Wrestling this Jeopardy. This is Jeopardy. Yep. Five categories each. Five questions each category. Yeah. Real simple. Pretty simple. Yep. Uh, 100 to 500. Really, yeah. Really not that complicated. Well, so... I'll read to you first. So the five categories are promoter slash territory, ECW, uh, PWI match of the year, Pro Wrestling Illustrated. In case you didn't know that, I mean, I, I imagine if you listen to this, you know what that means. But I, who knows? <laughs> Women's champions and under the mask. All right. All right. So we'll go with the territory first. I don't know if we get to pick. I just get random ass questions. Okay, whatever. Cool. Yeah, I'll take it. Pretty much. I, I think that's how <laughs> we'll just do this. We'll just go through each freaking category and just make it easier. All right. Awesome. All right. So, Toronto based promotion founded in 1949 by Frank Tunney. What? How the fuck am I supposed to know that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Fucking Maple Leaf Canuck or something. <laughs> Close. Maple Leaf Wrestling. Yeah, see? I was right. <laughs> Right. Sorry, Canadian fans. <laughs> just, <laughs> the fuck? I don't... <laughs> this is an easy one, I think. Stu Hart ran this territory. F- yeah, you uh, see, that one's easy. I yeah, get that. I, I don't even have to finish it. <laughs> Stu Hart, Stampede. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Oh, who is... What is Stampede? What Stampede Wrestling would be the technical answer, but yes. <laughs> These don't count. This is Rock and Roll Jeopardy. Celebrity Jeopardy. They don't, to, they don't have to answer the things in a form of question. This short-lived Philadelphia promotion... Easy dub. Technically, No. Why? Eastern Championship Wrestling is technically the answer. It's EC Dub. It's still EC Dub. Yeah, I know. <laughs> EC Dub, you're thinking of is extreme, not Eastern. Yeah, whatever. Close enough. I guess. I'm saying EC Dub. Antonio Inoki founded this promotion in 1972. New Japan. Yeah, that's like the easiest fucking one in the world, isn't it? New Japan for wrestling. Sorry. Yeah. Chicago-based women's promotion founded in 2005 by Dave Prazet. 2005 Women's Chicago. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Uh, that was that thing? Oh, wow. Shimmer? Yes. Really? Yep. Yeah, I pulled that one. Like, it wasn't Star. There's not Star- that many It wasn't Stardom. Stardom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, what are the other two? <laughs> and, and fucking Wild went around for a lot of fucking time. <laughs> yeah. All right, so next up is the ECW category. The whole ca- category of ECW. Is it extreme or is it fucking Eastern this, Championship? <laughs> it's extreme. All right. <laughs> He was cha- he was champion when ECW became extreme and broke away from the NWA. Uh, franchise, Shane Douglas. Correct. That's an easy one. All right. On August 26th, this tag team won the ECW Tag Team Championship for a record eighth time. What? Uh, fuck. Is it, is, it, is it as easy as I think it is? Is it just like the Dullies? Yes. All right. <laughs> What is the Dudleys? <laughs> who are the Dudleys? This beer drinking wrestler who carried yeah, a kendo it, stick oh, okay, held the. East. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there we go. 
This beer drinking wrestler from ECW. <laughs> One week after February 16th, 2010, when the last episode of WWE's version of ECW in, it was replaced with this program. NXT. Yes. Yeah. Easy. I knew that one. <laughs> Kurt Angle was greatly offended when Raven did this to Sandman. Crucified. Yes. <laughs> Even though he was part of the, not part of, but he was around for the uh, the Taker one or whatever, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That, that, you know, it's happened in wrestling a thousand times. Yep. All right, really, so but... this is the PWI match of the year category. Uh, it sounds fucking hard as shit. All right, go. Yeah, it might be. <laughs> I don't know. The PWI match of the year award given yearly since 1972 by professional wrestling magazine Pro Wrestling Illustrated has included this man a record 10 times. I'd say somebody from Japan. Uh, they like those Japan people. Um, fucking... Give me Okada. Nope. Who is Shawn Michaels? Yeah, see... I guess it's not Melzga, right? It's just match of the year. Yes, it's not just his five-star ratings. Yeah, it's it's what the whole magazine... Well, it's not even the same magazine. It's PWI. He's yeah. just an observer. So. Yeah, so it's exactly. So it's what PWI picked as match of the year and all of wrestling. Yeah, this is definitely fucking hard. All right, continue. <laughs> In 2003, the PWI match of the year went to these two wrestling machines. Wrestling machines? In 2003. I don't know. Kurt Angle. And Shawn Michaels, I don't fucking know. Kurt Angle is one half of it. The other half is Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I just remember all that shit from <laughs> yeah, random exactly. year. <laughs> In 1987, these two had the PWI... What year? 1987. Thanks. These two had the PWI match of the year at WrestleMania 3. Oh, it's uh, Macho Man and Steamboat. Yeah, that one's actually kind of easy yeah. just because of the WrestleMania 3 thing. Well, yeah, well, I started off with this year. Yeah, randomly, 1987. I'm supposed to remember that? Uh, he won the match of the year three times. In ni- first in 1973 with Dory Funk Jr., second in 1979 with Dusty Rhodes, and last in 1983 with Ric Flair. Well... I'm just going to say Harley. Yes, that is correct. Yeah! <laughs> I was guess Harley for all of them. I should have just started. Have you ready for one of them? In 2015, these two women stole the show and won PWI Match of the Year on NXT TakeOver 7. Uh, Bailey and Charlotte. No, Bailey and Banks? Bailey Banks? and Banks is correct. Banks. Yes. Bailey and somebody. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now we're in Women's Champions. Bailey. <laughs> <laughs> when the WWF Women's Championship was reinstated in 1993, she won a tournament to be the new champion. Uh, Medusa. Not Medusa. Alondra Blaze is the same fucking person. Same person. But Medusa. Yeah. yeah, it's Alondra Blaze. <laughs> same person, though. <laughs> Who is Medusa? Yes. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> she retired in 2006 and Lita won a tournament to replace her as WWF Women's Champion. Moolah? No. Trish Stratus. Oh, I don't know why I fucking <laughs> said Moolah. <laughs> because she was used in the late 90s yeah. and early 2000s, so it's like kind of weird. No. These two women formed the team Lay Cool. Uh, Layla and Michelle McCool. Yes, that's an easy one. That is an easy one, actually. Known as the Glamazon. Oh, Beth Phoenix. Yeah, okay. I don't have to write in the first <laughs> name. Thank you. 
This six-time TNA Knockouts champion was once the on-screen girlfriend of Daniel Bryan. Six-time knockouts championship was with WWE. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm doing that. Um, yep. It was also Daniel Bryan's on-screen girlfriend, if you remember that. I don't remember that. I'm going to go... <laughs> it can't be Mickey. Mickey doesn't make sense. I would know Mickey if I saw Mickey. I'm going to guess Mickey. Gail Kip. Really? Yeah. When he first came up from NXT and... She was his on-screen girlfriend because they didn't know what the fuck to do with her either. I don't really think I remember that. But then she became a valet for uh, Beer Money. And, uh, America's Most Wanted first, but Beer Money. Yeah. And then... Yeah. And then They knew how to game. use her. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So last category. Under the Mask. Known as the Big Red Machine, he has had a mask and been unmasked several times. Kane. Yeah, it's pretty fucking easy, right? I mean, I think so. Mick Foley has wrestled as himself, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, and Miss Mask Persona. Mankind. Yeah, that's easy too. The Mexican luchador or mass wrestler debuted in 1982 and had four earlier masked identities before becoming a skeleton character in 1992, one he still uses today. So, skeleton, I'm going to go Lepaka, but that was a lot of fucking words. Yeah, that was a lot of words <laughs> to get to Lepaka's. It was like, blah, 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 blah. question. This one's long. Skeleton guy. This wrestler who debuted in 1993 <laughs> has spent most of his time in TNA, but also is known as King of the Indies for his work around the globe. For a short time, he donned a mask as Curry Man. Well, I can't think of who Curry Man is. That is... Christopher Daniels. Yeah, it's so much easier than <laughs> all of that bullshit before, yeah. right? All right, last question. Real name, Oscar Gutierrez. Oscar he... Gutierrez is Rey Mysterio. Yeah, okay, there you go. Junior. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, it has a junior in it, yeah. so good, good for adding that in. All right. That's I know who fuck Rey Mysterio, not Junior, is. <laughs> all right, guys, yeah. it's your turn now. Yep, this ought to be interesting. Um, so I have nicknames, tag teams, Factions, organizations. I'm just gonna give you three letters. You're gonna say the fucking. That's probably the easiest one, by the way. That and is champions. The easiest one. Okay, that's probably easy too. Uh, where would you like to start? Uh, I went from left to right. I'm just gonna fucking start you off with organizations because I think it's the easiest one. So we'll start you off easy so you feel All smart. Right. Yeah, this should be easy. R O H. What is Ring of Honor? N W A. Um, National Wrestling Alliance. Doing good so far. Look at you. E C W. <laughs> I'm going to say Extreme Championship Wrestling, but I could be fucking wrong. It is extreme. Because <laughs> you got one of those kind. Yeah. <laughs> CZW. Combat Zone Wrestling. And TNA. Total nonstop action. <laughs> kind of gave the answer away to that one in the title. <laughs> um, all right. Now that was gonna... really fucking easy. <laughs> that was easy. I thought that was really the easiest one. You ask me these fucking hard questions, I'll fucking PWI and shit. <laughs> Uh, how about champions? Okay. Five-time WCW champion. That kind of gives it away. That's Booker T. Very good. You didn't say who is. Oh, sorry. I'm just fucking... 16-time <laughs> world heavyweight champion. Who is Ric Flair? Good That's job. That's kind of fucking easy, too. First intercontinental champion. Pat Patterson. 
which might not be an easy question, but I had that fact shoved yeah. down my throat by WWE for 20 <laughs> years, so <laughs> if not more. It's a pretty easy question. I think everybody knows that now. At WrestleMania 6, these two champions faced each other title for title. It's not how you think it is. WrestleMania 6. This is uh, title for title. Is this the one with uh, Warrior and Hogan? Mm-hmm. Good job. Warrior and Hogan. One more question there. <laughs> the easiest one. Ted DiBiase created this belt. Million dollar championship. That's like, that's easy. That should have been the first question. <laughs> it should have been the first question. I don't think he did it in order or something. All right. Let's go to factions. All right. Uh, this faction started out in black and white, but don't turn your back on the wolf pack. NWO. I can kind of give it away with the wolf pack crap. Yeah. Well, the black and white too, because the entrance is black and white. Like the video. When they used to make the TV look black and white too, I guess. Uh, this Attitude Era faction has two words for you. Suck it. That's DX. Incorrect. Yeah, I know. I said DX. <laughs> I know. I'm just fucking with you. I had to say suck it, though. I can't hear two words for you and not say it. Either you're with this faction or against them. That's NXT. Uh, no, oh, what? Nexus. Yeah, Nexus. Sorry. <laughs> what? Which was just like original NXT anyway. Uh, this faction composed of Farouk. Mark Henry, D'Lo Brown, and the, the Rock. Nation of Domination. And also Godfather, who's not listed there for some reason. Yeah, he was in it as two people, because he was in it with The Rock as Godfather, and he was in the original one with Farouk. As Kama. As Kama, right. <laughs> uh, Triple H led this faction. I already said DX, so it has to be fucking uh, Evolution. Right, I would have also accepted The Authority. That would have worked, too. Um, but both of those are there. Because, I mean, I don't know if you consider Ric Flair the leader of that or not, but, like... I see, I would, like, even though, like... It, he's kind of the manager role, so. He was more of the manager role because he was older and not wrestling as full-time. That was the tag team champion then, I think, but... Yeah, <laughs> with Batista at one point, yeah. so... But, like, I always had looked at it as, like, all right, one mentored one and one mentored the other, but, like, yeah. All right, speaking of tag teams, we'll move right into the tag teams. Ready? Yep. Bret Hart, Jimmy Emma Nightheart. The Hart Foundation. Ted DiBiase, IRS. Money Inc. Incorporated. Booker T. Stevie Ray. Oh, Harlem Heat. Bubba Ray. Devon. The Dudley Brothers. Or Team 3D Boys. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, any of those work. Farouk Bradshaw. Oh, that's the APA. Oh, uh, the Acolytes. I wouldn't have said it either. So now we're moving on to... That was an easy one, right? Yeah. All right, moving on to nicknames. The Legend Killer. It's Randy Orton. This is really easy. Is that, I'm sorry. I, thought, I didn't know you was going to be so fucking hard. <laughs> Mouth of the South. Jimmy Hart. Yeah, this is like a fucking sixth grade who wrote it. The Anvil, who I already gave you. Jim Nye. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold. Steve Austin. I don't know why I had a question so far down there. And Heartbreak Kid. Bret Hart. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Oh, shit. Sorry. I was Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I said Bret Hart. You don't have a confidence. I'm sorry, I, I didn't sorry really, Bret. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going like, to go all fucking extreme and ask me these fucking really hard fucking questions. Uh, some of them were easy, too. I was just trying to, you know, fucking... Whatever. Next time I do that, I'll steal from someone other, another website instead of that one. Yep. I just, that one I already did for, done for me, so I just used it. Hmm. All right. Um, so what do you want to do, uh? Quick little fucking throw out. Yeah. Well, because we, we got a few. We're going to do full gear. And I'll just list the matches real quick here. And we'll go more in depth on what we think is going to happen. On the prediction Friday, obviously. Right. 
I just you know just throw some matches. Well, obviously, we talked about Punk and. and uh, yeah, we already mentioned Eddie. Punk and Eddie, which was I think the biggest one to me. Also, Debray versus Miro and the finals of the Eliminated Tournament sounds like that will be a much more hard hitting um, match I would see than. Why couldn't they just made that? Cassidy versus fucking Debray. Why? Why does fucking Miro just because they just jump in that tournament? Well, Moxley. I, I, I know Moxley, but like Moxley had two matches in that tournament. He did. He should have two matches against those two people. Yeah. Or something. You know. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. Dumb to just make something up. Like you're just in the tournament randomly. Yeah. That that I didn't agree with, but I still am excited about the match itself. And it's Lucha Brothers versus FTR, which. I think they should have made that a title for title match, but whatever. Uh, no, because they can't do that because this is for the AEW, and now at least yeah. like yeah. Lucha Brothers not stripped of both the titles randomly. Yeah. Well, that's why saying not by saying not title for title, I kind of think I know what's going to happen there. Right. Me too. But... You know, you got Britt Baker versus Tay Conti, which is. Yeah. That threw me for a loop. I don't. I don't remember that happening either. Kenny Omega versus Hangman, where. Hangman might win. Hangman should win. Yeah, like if you build this to this, may not he may not win. Yeah, he might not. So. He, may, he may never win this title. Like it might just be one of those fucking things where like, oh, you're gonna win and then we're gonna take it away from you. Yeah, I like I already said like I think if they give it to him, he ain't gonna have it very long. It's not gonna be the, it's not gonna be a Kenny Omega or a John Moxley fucking oh, title even, run. The champion. Yeah, uh, Darby Allen versus MJF, which is. Yeah, that'd be a fun match, though, I guess. It'll be a fun match, I mean, but Sting, it's like... Sting better get hit Sting's in the Sting's gonna get involved. I'm bet- sure Wardlow's gonna get involved. Yeah, like, give him the F10, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch Sting get thrown around. 65-year-old man. And then there's a Super Click versus Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. Yeah, why? Uh, that That's a thrown together, and it's a false count anywhere. Tag team. So that's that's just that's because Knox can't control it. So just let anything happen that can happen to it, right? Yep, pretty much. Knox will definitely be the fucking referee for that one. Probably moving only one because it's false count anyway. Probably one outside too. But if it's false count anyway, it's clearly fucking tornado style too, and it's then it has to be tornado style. So you got the Bucks and Cole fucking going crazy with Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Christian, who's at the height of his career right now. Yeah, I believe so. Christian's better than Edge. So. <laughs> I told you that. Yep. Chris is at an edge right now. And then there's a I I had Minneapolis that. street fight between the Inner Circle, Scorpio, and the Inner Circle versus Man. Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and American Top Team. Which is? Which is Dos Santos, Masvidal, and someone else? Oh, you might have to list it. Because I, I know they, they had picked the three. It just lists face. American Top Team, so... Uh, they had picked them or whatever. I don't know what the fuck they are. I don't remember right now. Anyway. I'm trying to go off of the picture that I see here, and the picture looks like the three I mentioned. Oh, no. They show fucking uh, Dos Santos, Masvidal, and, and Lambert. Lambert is, yeah. the fifth, is the third one. Right, yeah, because Lambert's in that match. I remember that now. I had to zoom in all the way on it because it looked fucking stupid. Anyway, I mean, like, it sounds like an interesting card, so we'll do Prediction Fridays for that. Prediction mm-hmm. Fridays for that. Prediction Friday for that. Yeah. On, well, Friday. It's an interesting card. I I, I still think what's going to steal the show is Eddie versus Punk, though. Yeah, that'd be a fun match. That, right. That's stealing the show. And I, and, and I think Rusev versus Daniel Bryan would be fun, too. Yeah. Even though I've already seen that fucking match. Yeah, I just think it's going to, they're going to hit each other way differently than they would well, have I mean, in yeah, WWE. It's going to be, it's going to be like the Kingston match. Yeah, they're going to beat each other the fuck up. 
Because D-Rod's little, but he can take a beat. They should have Miro win that. They should have Miro win that. Just for, then, because even if Hangman he, doesn't he, win... Then he got to take it from Hangman. Yeah, yeah, that's probably what they'll do. Poor like, Real quick. Yeah. If Hangman wins. Because you got to take into account that fucking Kenny's got like fucking a thousand people on his side too. True. You know? That's one of the ways he's fucking... Well, Miro's God's favorite champion, so... So, anyway. who knows? Maybe they'll have fucking Miro take it from Kenny. That's what I'm thinking. Only oh, that'd be fun too, I guess. I don't know. That I think, think D-Bride's gonna is supposed to win that now, though. I think yeah, because I think they spoiled the D-Bride versus Hangman fucking thing with that first match. Yeah, I think that's what this is all leading to. That's if D-Bride even wins against Omega. I'm not saying he's going to right. beat Omega. I'm just saying I think they're building to a, a championship Chip level match. match. Or, you know, yeah, for for the belt, pay-per-view yeah. style bullshit stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I got nothing else until Friday. Me neither. All right, then. Motherfucking deuces. Peace.